3: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true
4: romance. It's true.
5: Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. This is Devin Leary. You guys, we are here.
6: Listen, don't try to skim past the intro because you don't want me to talk about what just happened. (laughs) Oh, wait, what just happened? First of all, she she doesn't even say welcome to a true romance because she knows I'm going to bring up the fact that I was like, oh, maybe we could videotape our podcast recording and that would be fun, like other podcasts do that. And then we post it on our Instagram. And I just fucking knew it that I was going to hop on the Zoom and I was going to be put in the uncomfortable position of understanding based on appearances alone that carolina did not prepare to film (laughs) the zoom today
5: i thought we were talking about it conversationally okay so when i said starting tomorrow got it got it we
6: need to talk about something that's actually serious which is hometowns and the bachelorette part one it's it's a big deal let me open up by interrupting carolina first of all second of all saying my number one thought when i started watching this episode was Whenever it's the bachelor and it's the male bachelor meeting all the female contestants' families, the families are always like, okay, we don't trust you. Why are you dating like a million women at once? That's weird. And like, you probably don't deserve our daughter. This hypothesis will be challenged shortly. For the most part, the men's families on The Bachelorette are like, oh my God, like somebody wants to date my son? Oh my God, you must be amazing. Like, please pick him. And the sons are like, you know what? The sons who are in a competition about getting engaged, where the prize Mm -hmm. is literally getting engaged, are being like, you know what? The thing is that, like, I don't really know if I'm ready for that kind of commitment. And the moms are like, but why? Why are you not ready? Like, what's going on? Well, let's go through one
5: by one. We start with Jason and Gabby. Jason is much like the host of The Bachelorette, Bachelor, Chris Harrison. We do not know the current host's name. We've watched seven episodes. It's just not sticking with us. And Jason, Gabby's date in New Orleans is much like them. He, I could see him every single day for the rest of my life and forget he ever existed. (laughs) (laughs) He takes Gabby to New Orleans. Devin wrote in our doc, Jason is the most boring person to be from New Orleans ever. And it's so funny because as soon as she said, I'm in New Orleans, I was like, oh my gosh, I love New Orleans. I want to be there right now. And then I saw Jason and I thought, I'm not excited anymore. He also does something, which I'm a very outgoing person, but he dances on the street with her. That's not okay with me. If a guy asked me to do that, I would say no. I really
6: don't like that type of joke dancing, too, where it's, me like, either. an awkward walk. like, I'm, like, either, like, jokingly <laughs> grind on me or do nothing. Like, I don't want to jokingly do, like, a two-bit fucking salsa number. Like, that's not my vibe. Also, <laughs> she, like, just starts laughing, like, Almost like hysterically when he's doing it, which I feel like was a nervous thing to be like. Okay, I guess we're dancing.
5: Um, I know she looked like she was in hell too, which she's really outgoing. They throw beads off a balcony, which I thought was a really weird. Like these producers need to pull it together.
6: We can do better. We can do better, but I did love when Gabby said that she wanted to get an old man to show him her penis. Her, <laughs> yeah, that. Penis. her him penis. When she <laughs> wanted an old man to show her him penis, that was actually really good.
5: That was really good. But I was like, these men
6: just don't appreciate her. I know. I mean, it's like, this is the thing. We're adults. Okay. Some of us have been shy before. Also, I've been shy and a lot of times in my life. First of all, you're on a TV show. Second of you all, have a job. you have a job to do. And you're with one of the most beautiful, interesting, funny women of all time who saves lives, who won a prize for how many lives she saves. And you can't utter a sentence like you can't tell a story about growing up in New Orleans. Nothing comes to mind. I could tell 17 stories out the top of my head about growing up in northwestern Connecticut. And you can't tell a story about growing up in the fucking big ass easy. He reminds me of a guy that I would just like keep
5: putting myself around in high school to be like, I think we're probably going to hook up but I would just keep putting myself in his proximity and he just wouldn't talk. And then we finally hook up. Do you know exactly. what I mean? But Jason, they meet us down his park. He's, he's really sweet. They meet his parents.
6: Jason's parents are very nice. Okay. Jason's dad. Are you single? That's what <laughs> I want to know. Jason's dad is, is one of the most soulful men that we've seen on this show. I will say that.
5: The funny thing is, is that I don't understand why all of the parents cry when they see their kids. I think it's just the intensity of like the cameras, the pressure, like the moment they all burst. Like the Jason's mom cried when she saw him. It was crazy. I'm like,
6: how long have you been away? Like, I am away from my parents for like six to, he's like, we haven't seen each other in six to seven weeks. I'm like, I'm away from my parents that long pretty consistently, and often they, like, forget that I even exist, and I call them. I'm like, hey, guys. And they're (laughs) like, oh, major news happened in the family. We forgot to tell you. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) what? Um, There's also
5: something, which I realized in Hometowns, after finally watching, like, a few seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, that The formula for hometowns is that one of the parents goes,
6: Hey, Rachel, can we talk for a second? And it's so insane. Imagine.
5: Imagine if a father of a boyfriend, while we were all sitting down, said in front of everyone, Carolina, can I talk to you for a second? I would say no. I would say I'm going home. I would say I don't know what's happening. I would look at my boyfriend. It's like the beginning of a horror movie. It's like Midsummer.
6: It is truly Midsummer. It's actually less scary than Midsummer. No, I mean... (laughs) Actually more scary
2: than it's over. it's actually not as scary as a horror movie um i don't know if you knew that i want
0: true romance. hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy winning comedy series
5: About six million.
0: Approximately eleven million dollars.
5: Nearly
3: ten million dollars was all gone.
0: Employing
4: whatever means necessary to
7: bleed her victims dry.
4: She would probably have sex with one of her clients.
6: Hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is
4: on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con Season Five: The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts
6: gabby's insecurities multiple times in this episode she asks the men she's with parents like and do you think he would fall in love with a girl like me like are you sure basically being like do you think i'm good enough for him do you think that he would marry trash off the street and jason's sister she's like i don't know what you're talking about like of course and i just relate and i just have to say the damage that men do to, to society <laughs> to make it such that a woman like this because i'm literally looking at her i'm like i just wish i was that effortless and beautiful and thin not that thin matters okay <laughs> pretty hurts as beyonce I, said
5: i literally was watching gabby thinking like please don't put me in this sort of brain again like i've been really good for I've a <laughs> long things
6: time have been going really good no i do have to say though like the producers are not doing her any favors. I think she has too many lip fillers. I mean, she's gotten a little overboard or maybe they're her natural lips, but it's like when whenever she kisses someone even once, like all of her makeup falls off. Sure. The producers need to like, just mention something and be like, hey, you have like a huge red spot on your whole face. You have
5: like a rash around your mouth from
6: kissing someone.
5: <laughs> like,
6: Is everything okay? Um, but the producers don't look out for our girls like that.
5: So. Jason tells his mom that it's moving a little fast. Why do you think that is, Jason? Do you think that it's because it's a television show that's seasonal? I just fully do not understand. As you said, you're, you've are you watched this show. You know what you're applying to. His mom looks confused because he's like, yeah, I just I don't see an engagement happening. She yeah. starts to cry, and I'm like, is it out of embarrassment? I also think, like you said, it's kind of like, okay, well, Girls like this don't come around.
6: I know. If I'm
5: a a doctor, I wouldn't really know what to do because, like, I would need him to think I'm really funny and he would need to be funny. But if he was really funny and smart, I'm smart enough and have enough life experience under my belt. I mean, maybe that's the thing. They're all, like, 25. But I would just be like, yeah, I'm not letting go of this. This is it.
6: No, I know. And we all know that. We would do that. I mean, to think back, like, I don't know if you do this, but I think of myself as like the main character in the movie of my life. And if you guys can even believe this before I even had a podcast, sometimes I would imagine myself being interviewed in a podcast. Is that so embarrassing?
5: No, because I imagine myself being interviewed in magazine articles.
6: Okay. So I like was dating this guy in my early twenties and I was like imagining myself talking about our undeniable love on the podcast interview and being like, yeah, like it's just like when you know, you know, and then to think back on who that person was. To think back on who that person was. So what I do,
5: my fantasy is being interviewed in a magazine about my um, ex's read. Okay. Yeah. It happens to be, it happens to one of my exes read. And I talk about my current <laughs> husband, faceless, nameless, professionless. It happens to be thrasher, the skateboard <laughs>
6: magazine that, that Carolina's ex's read.
5: And... I'm in like, you know, kind of like gorgeous poses, but also sophisticated, like you're casually biting the tip of a pen just thinking topless with a blazer on. Oh, yeah, Yeah. exactly. So you get the vibe, my hair back. And the article quote would be something like, I've just never had someone who's like had my back like this before. Ah! And my exes would be like,
2: oh, man,
5: that's (laughs) me. I didn't do it. <laughs> Your actors
4: would be like stupid, stupid, stupid. stupid, stupid. Like,
1: Man, I know
5: I messed that up. I mean, I feel like some of these guys, Johnny, who uh Gabby goes to <laughs> Florida for. I was like, yeah, he must be a really special guy. If the producers showed me that itinerary, I would say, yeah, we're gonna have to say that Johnny died in a helicopter crash. I know. quite
6: a <laughs> <And> tra- <laughs> tragic accident occurred.
5: Talk about someone who imagines himself getting interviewed. He keeps on saying this thing that I unfortunately think is hot, even though it's so cheesy, but he's like, I'm really falling for this girl, man. Like I am really thinking about this girl. I don't think a lot of men take funny girls seriously as romantic partners.
6: Yes. And I think also like Rachel is beautiful. I think she has a perfect appearance. I don't think there's anything that I would no notes appearance wise. She's not necessarily sexual at least not overtly. Gabby is much more comfortable in her sexuality and she's funny. And she's just like more in her body and flirty. I think that it's easier for some men that are intimidated by a girl like Gabby. So they're just kind of like, wait, so I just kind of wanted to like get to the fantasy suites. And now I'm like looking for my forever person. Who's going to be much less complex. Right. Right.
5: Well, less complex. And like, I'm going to be with her forever. Like the jokey girl.
6: The girl who like, laughs? Yeah, you should be so
5: fucking lucky. <laughs> the girl who laughs
6: and the girl who fucks. The girl
5: who said she wanted to see an old man's penis so she could throw him Mardi Gras That's my wife. That, really, like, yes, that's Really? That's going to be my
6: wife. Okay. That's your wife. She also saves lives. Meanwhile, if a man is funny, they can look like fucking Pope Francis. And you're like, oh, okay, you're basically Brad Pitt. So... Moving
5: on, we should talk about how Rachel goes to Jersey, immediately gets to the Jersey boardwalk, sees Tyler, who is one of my front runners. He's so sweet. He's so genuine. I've never seen a breakup like this on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. It was so painful. She's basically like, oh, my gosh, I need to break up with him and has, like, sudden repulsion syndrome. You can see it all over her face. Every single thing he's saying while she's trying to break up with him is like, you know, when I said that I was more depressed than i ever have been, but something changed, that thing was you. You're truly one of the most amazing people I've ever seen in my life. And she's just like, right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, meeting family is a big deal. And he's like, yeah, and they are going to love you. And I can't wait for them to meet you. And I just want you to say, I'm in love with you. Like, I think he almost knew that she was going to break up with him and was just trying to say all the right things to change her mind. But the most painful part that I literally was like, ABC, did we really have to air this is they filmed his family waiting for him being like, I can't wait to see Tyler's go. Rachel, they're probably so in love right now. They're probably holding hands. I can just picture him smiling from ear to ear. And then we see Tyler walk up alone, him open the door and everyone going,
4: yay,
5: when he opens the door, like utterly heartbroken, trying not to sob. I was like, this is cruel.
6: This is it was cruel. also like, I was like, you know what? she would have been better off just fucking going and then breaking up with him after at that point. Totally. Like if they're really just waiting with like the welcome home signs, like, yeah, maybe she should have just gone. I know. I know. Also, who knows what fucking Seinfeld character would have been at his house at that point. You're like, <laughs> maybe I should just go to see if there's like a famous person there. It's like,
5: right. Zach, who I think that Rachel should just get married. Cause I actually think they're the
6: same person. Yes. Neither is sexual, but both, neither is sexual. Uh, but both are conventionally attractive
5: type A and they all watched airplanes go off as kids
6: um which is weird wait really i think it's cute i think it's weird it reminds me of like this girl i was friends with in middle school and she was like oh every year my mom and i go into this like hay field and look at the stars and i was like oh my mom and i watched the swan together which is a reality <laughs> show where women get their entire <laughs> face transplanted with plastic surgery so um
5: <laughs> I remember that show no, but Zach is super awkward. But he's saying all the right things. He's doing all the right things. And his uncle happens to be a side character on Seinfeld.
6: So I saw this in the previews for next week. And I actually didn't trust my own mind because of the way that women are treated by society. So I was like, that wasn't, I was like, was that putty? And then I was like, no, it wasn't, Devin. Are you fucking stupid, crazy bitch? Like society says you are. And so I was like, that can't be real. And I was like, maybe he just looks exactly like putty from Seinfeld. And then I see as soon as Zach walks in, he's like, oh, this is my mom, my dad, whatever. (laughs) And Uncle Pat. And I was like, wait, so he is famous. Because that's literally how you would introduce your famous relative. I was like, oh, okay. And Uncle Pat. By the way. I'm sad that he had to do this show. Like, I don't know. We can't save everyone. He had to watch a slideshow of their love. We can't even save ourselves. He had to sit there like fucking enjoying or pretending to enjoy a slideshow of them going on -on -on one-on-one dates. Like,
5: oh my God, this is our first kiss. It was 24 hours ago. (laughs) It was so crazy. Oh, my God.
6: And he pulled Rachel for a chat, didn't he? Like, he's like, can I talk to you for a second? She's like, sure. And she's like kind of smiling at everything he says. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, guys, you know what? At the end of the day, what, you think you're Brad Pitt? No, it's Putty. That don't impress me much. (laughs) It's Putty. (laughs) So moving on. Zach is in love with her. now. He He would
5: marry her. He would walk down the aisle with her, I think.
6: It's been solidified that he is who she should choose. Is he who she's going to choose? Oh, yeah. I fucking wish the universe worked like that. Okay?
5: We have someone really sad, which is Eric, whose dad is dying of cancer. He
6: brings... (laughs) This is another... Don't. We have someone really sad. So next, guys, we have someone really sad. And it's Eric, whose dad is dying Oh my
5: god! This is the second time someone mentioned someone dying today, and I laughed out loud. No one was like, "Yeah, I know. what I, was I, that?"
6: I Osama didn't... bin Laden dying? Otherwise, there's no <laughs> excuse. <laughs> you know what's funny? Osama bin Laden dying in a cave. <laughs> okay.
5: Oh my gosh, um, I have something to say though. What? First of all, you I don't love believe really dead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we can cut that. I'm off. a truther. No, I think it's a red flag that someone That's is. Not, <laughs> that someone is. That someone has
6: cancer, that is a red flag. To, to weaponize, Eric, <laughs> to not only weaponize your mullet, but also to weaponize the fact that your dad has terminal cancer. He's like, oh, I'm sure he went on a lot of nice little hometowns this week. Well, did any of those hometowns have a dad who's dying of cancer?
5: I feel so bad because. Why wasn't Eric just with his family? Why did he have to do The Bachelorette? It's
6: giving me, you know what it's giving is Rambo. It's freaking me out. It's giving Rambo when that guy was like, my dog Rambo is a <laughs> <this is laughs> skull. This, guy is, this is something that was. actually it happened is that a guy on the show said that his dog's skull was caved in from terminal brain cancer and the dog had one month to live. But the And he guy, was like, so
5: yeah, I think <laughs> I want to be here.
6: The guy decided to come and be on The Bachelorette on a cruise ship. With a fucking malaria outbreak. And that is something that happened on the show. So this is kind of giving Rambo where it's like, oh, my dad doesn't have much time left, but I chose to spend it with you. And it's like, okay, but you didn't, again, you didn't have to make that choice. I didn't make you make that choice. And he even said when he was talking to his mom, he was like, I wouldn't have put you guys through this if I wasn't like serious. And it's like, so you admit that it's like kind of putting them through a lot to make them go on national television.
5: It's a lot. It's a lot. She could not seem less. Interested, like I thought. Gabby was so sweet with her, and Gabby's obviously just being an ICU nurse in general. I was just like, I did tear up during that
6: conversation when the dad was talking about the ICU nurse.
5: I teared up when you know what's his name. I didn't remember his name, but I teared up when Rachel dumped him on the boardwalk.
6: (laughs) I think Tyler is sweet. I'm really rooting for Tyler. I I, like Tyler. Yeah, and I think it's over though, right? Listen, it is over. But I just I love a South Jersey vibe. It's a real salt of the earth thing. He's a
5: sweet smile. I think he was genuine too. But Eric. I think is the one that Gabby is leaning towards the most right now. Sadly, but also, like, who better does she have
6: at this moment?
5: That's a good point. She's so in love with him. And speaking of the person you choose, we should end our night just like Rachel did with Tino and his family. Okay,
6: this is really interesting.
2: I want you.
0: Hacks is back for season 3 and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow Paul W Downs and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
5: Prelude to the family being like, we're excited to meet her. And if she's, you know, sensible, she's going to choose our boy. Like, they're all these kind of like cheery families, except for Eric and his parents.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I need help. I need help. (laughs) Why can't these families just put a fucking smile on? (laughs) What could possibly be going on in their lives that they can't slap a smile on their face? Is this episode publishable? (laughs) Question mark. Send. (laughs) Listen, if you want to love us at our best, then you need to accept us at our making fun of people dying of cancer. Okay. I think it was Marilyn Monroe who said that. Marilyn Monroe said that, and then she said, if anyone is ever gonna play me in a movie, you better make it on (laughs) a dharmis. Okay. That's what she said. And it's fucking crazy. Wait, by the way, remember in high school when girls would be like, Yeah, you know Marilyn Monroe? She was a size twelve. And you're like You're like, I don't think she was. Okay. And also I like think- you have an eating disorder, but thanks for sharing. <laughs> like, is everything okay? Yeah, it's tough. So Tino, Tino, Tino.
5: He is super hot. I don't find him attractive whatsoever. So hot to me. I'm like, not a just- single
6: urge is kicked up inside me.
5: I don't think he's not my type. It's so funny. We were having this conversation in our office today where everyone was showing who their quote unquote hot boyfriend was. Oh. And to everyone's hot boyfriend, everyone was like, not my type. Like they were all conventionally hot guys. Wait, like, yours yeah. was
6: Yoni, I'm assuming, right? My perfect.
5: <laughs> so whose type is not Yoni? Well, exactly. Yoni, if you're listening, everyone thought you were so cute. But I, I described Yoni as hotter than me, which I do
6: think he is. no. Listen, I don't want to hear my friend talk about herself like that. (laughs) I was dying laughing. Beth Jacobs, friend of the pod, Beth Jacobs Cohen. Sorry. She's married, boys. I texted her and she like made a joke about me being famous from the podcast or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not famous. And she goes, hey, don't talk about my friend like that size. (laughs) I paid my plumber on Venmo
5: the other day. And they were fixing my shower head. It was a few hundred dollars. So it was pretty expensive. I forgot to put it on private. Okay. So Beth Jacobs, Cohen, front of the pod, screenshots it, sends it to our group chat, being like, everything
6: okay there, Carolina? Sounds like a big job. Because it said invoice number 14,212. <laughs> it's like, wow, they've been trying at that for a long time. It was the number invoice from my
5: email address I received. They have not been to my house 4,000 times. Okay,
6: 14,000, okay? (laughs) But listen, some people have digestive issues, and that's human. At least you don't have terminal cancer. Anyway, at least your skull isn't caved in like Rambo. I'm sure he would love to have some digestive problems, but he doesn't even have most of his skull. So, moving on. (laughs) So...
5: Tino's family is immediately like getting ready to be like Jerry Springer. Like they're literally like getting each other worked up because mom is like, so this girl is dating four other guys, but she's going to come to our house and talk to my Tino. They're just really getting amped up. They obviously listen. This whole thing is bullshit, but they're trying to call it out on air, which is actually illegal. You actually can't do that. So sweet little Rachel never did anything wrong in her whole goddamn life comes in there and he's like hi it's so nice to meet you i'm rachel tino comes in as dumb as the broom in my corner and he's like yeah uh i like knocked it out of the park when i first got there she actually gave my first rose so like yeah and they were like so what's next and he was like oh she's gonna send all the other guys home and i'm gonna propose and his parents laugh like what you're gonna propose in two weeks that's kind of the tone for the rest of the evening.
6: Also, Tino had previously, she like asked him multiple times, like, are you sure they're going to like me? Because I think I'm I'm not positive, but I think he's like the one who told the story where like his dad hated one of his girlfriends or something. He did. So she's like, are you sure they're going to like me? Like, I'm really nervous. He's like, I'm actually positive. Like they are going to love you. Like do not even worry about it. Like I'm telling you dad couldn't have roasted
5: her more. He literally is like, tell me something about my son that proves to me, you know him. And she's so nervous. And she's like, he's just a very positive. I think she actually gave good examples. Like he's a very positive person. Listen, she doesn't know him from Adam, but that's not the problem. And he's just like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just I'm not getting this thing. And then afterwards, after this hell where I felt uncomfortable watching it, I truly felt so much secondhand embarrassment for her. Tino takes her outside again. As dumb as the rug my feet are on. He was like, they adored you. Yeah. And she goes, I do not think they liked me. And he's like, no, I know. Seriously, they like adored you
6: she's like just be fucking genuine for one second of your life your even your name is fake tino is that your real name i'm sure it's fucking anthony Uh, or something
5: i think it is because his brother's name mateo and i was like tino is such a hot name
6: okay he's not hot none none of this is hot but tino's father who looks like Pee Wee herman on meth hates women so he hates all of his son's girlfriends because he couldn't get any girl besides no offense his wife who's also tweaker visibly on meth so he just hates women and wears a toupee, and so he wanted to...
5: Oh, yeah, he does wear a toupee, huh?
6: He does, huh? Yeah. Um, he's got that glued-on look. So, listen, that's what was really going on, and I'm sure he hates Tino for being, I guess, what some deranged women like Carolina think is attractive. Spicy!
5: I am so terrified for the upcoming episodes. Terrified, and I can't wait. Um, I think we all know that as you wrote here, Devin, Rachel is probably going to choose Tino, even though she should choose Aven. That's his name, right?
6: Yeah, I actually forgot about Aven. So I wrote I wrote into the doc, as you'll see, not because I'm racist, but because ABC is racist and they forgot to put Aven in this episode. But I forgot about Avon, and so I said, oh, she should choose Zach, but really, in reality, she should choose Avon, and we'll see what happens next week. The preview is, a- like, that they, like, get a hex put on them and, like, almost set a building on fire.
5: <laughs> Aven is um, actually too uh, hot for this cast. I agree. In truth, he is a model, and Zach and her would leave a perfectly happy yes, life together. They
6: would satisfy each other's needs non-sexual non-sexually and they would have uncle putty there to play santa at their family christmases so
5: exactly and i'm already annoyed that speaking of not watching the show two of these guys are going to fucking tell gabby that they're not going to get married to her and they forgot that that was the concept of the show and then we have a shot of mullet boy i'm forgetting his name eric telling her like i'm just like freaking out about like someone i love doing something like that with someone else meaning like please don't hook up with anyone in the fantasy suites and it's like listen the show's called bachelorette because this is my last time being bachelorette
6: yeah i'm going to clean up i'm going to get dicked it's also like you have to imagine this was filmed before monkeypox and even if it wasn't They've all been in there so long that even if they had monkeypox when they first got there, it's it, it run its course. Even if Logan had monkeypox and he's stuck in like a tiny room, he's stuck in the like zoological undercarriage of the cruise ship. <laughs> That's actually its own movie is Logan with all the animals in the undercarriage <laughs> of the cruise ship. Um, the Noah's Ark rejects, if you will. Even if he did have monkeypox, it's already probably cleared itself by now. So, true. yeah, I would be fucking if that was me. And in that spirit, I want to say I
5: can't wait to finish out what has been an exciting season. And I can't wait for a mental all. I love a mental all. Literally, nameless host looks at the camera and says, this next news will,
6: will change, change all of the
5: your rest lives. of your lives. And I think. It can't possibly be true unless you're telling everyone in this studio that you're giving them monkeypox as a social experiment <laughs> to spread it to 10 people they know. No, unless it's like possibly true. they
6: actually just discovered a way to reverse climate change and everyone's like. Whoa.
5: That would be so cool. That would be so cool if they announced it on The Bachelor. Do you think there is a way? I do. I do. I think that the, there's technology that's exciting to me. Mariam Kaba, an abolitionist that I really love, said this, which I really liked. She said, hope is a discipline. And she said she doesn't trust people who are too optimistic and she doesn't trust people who are too cynical. I really agree with that. Life finds a way and we have to do our part. And I will say that something that I try to do to save water is to not eat red meat. And if you eat red meat, that's absolutely fine. It's not your fault. Fossil fuels are the real problem. And it's oil execs who should be literally on trial for murder even though abolitionists like I said I do think though that we can all think more consciously about red meat and I know that like I've had to eat red meat at times because my diet when I was healing from something needed a lot of protein I love meat. I love hot dogs I don't eat them anymore (laughs) it's true (laughs) I love hot dogs
6: So something that's been really hard for me is that I was recovering from something and I needed to eat protein and I really love hot dogs.
3: dogs.
5: (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's all true. So if we're going to talk about
6: climate change, we can just talk about that. And here's what I'll say. Save water. Ride a cowboy. Yes, that's, that's it.
5: That's the message.
6: That's the message.
5: That's the technology. Stay hopeful and stay helpful.
6: Okay. Logging off. Oh god. Alright, listen. I didn't want to end on that note, but here we are. God bless. See you guys next week.
5: Love you, Devin. Um, love you too. Bye. All I ever
2: wanted was a little love. I want you tr-